everyone, and welcome to episode number 32. This is the Clubhouse. I'm your host, Teach Butler, sitting alongside Mr. Dill. Dill, how are you? Doing pretty well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. Feeling good. Doji, how are you, bud? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Uh, there's been a lot that's happened since the last time we recorded, so I'm excited to sit down and talk. Yeah, quite a bit, man. How is it up there in the Klee? It's good. We, uh, for the last couple of weeks, have finally been out of freezing temperatures, so that's nice. Sure, yeah, it's pretty nice down here, or it's getting nice at least. Yeah. A couple flowers yeah. are blooming. Spring is maybe sprung, it's almost. Who knows? The trees are looking pretty Right, good. the trees are looking good. I agree. I agree. It's looking good. Sure. Well, folks. We are brought to you, as always, by the Cheap Seats Network, home of this Clubhouse podcast and the Pick and Roll Report. They are Cheap Seats, Superior Sports. We've got an incredible show here for you, as always. Here's what it's going to look like in the first quarter. We've got a little NBA playoff update in the second quarter. Doge, do you, do you smell it now? Because Tiger is back. The comeback is on. We talked about it last Masters or last year's Masters, and he's finally back here. It's amazing. We're going to break that down here in the second quarter. Third quarter, got a little special treat for you. We're going to save that. So you got to tune in and hold out for that. In the fourth quarter, we're going to break down a little bit of the first round of the NFL draft. So, first thing, as we always got to do, is warm it up. Doge, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you got for us here today? Sure. I, I mentioned a little bit of warmer weather uh, in Cleveland, but. Got a nice little, nice little taste of it today, really, because the Lake Erie Crushers have reported to spring training. So, sure. hot Avon, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and our season's about to go underway, so we have the home opener on May 10th. And uh, sure. it's just good to see some, some players back in the ballpark. So, Lake Erie Crushers, let's go. <laughs> yeah, how are, we, how are we looking out there, Doge? Good? Looking, looking like it's going to be a good season? Uh, it's going to be a good season. We've got some some of the homies back from last year, a couple of our all stars, Aaron Hill, Dane Hutchin. Sure, sure. Uh, returning to the infield again, so uh, that's big time. They had a little stint in the in the single A area. You know, Dane got signed last year and sent over to Lake County on the east side of Cleveland. Was with the Indians for a little bit. Oh wow. Uh, Aaron Hill went to the the Diamondbacks tryouts. One of the scouts that we were like that our manager was talking with said like. Yeah, he was probably the most talented person there. I don't really know why we didn't wind up signing him. So. Oh wow, interesting. It's interesting, but yeah, the homies are back for the Crushers, and we're looking good. So. Sure, love to hear it. <clears throat> Dill, what about you? So I'm gonna keep it real short here. <laughs> okay. Unusual type of warm up for anybody that knows me. I don't know. Yeah. The Lightning got swept. Ooh. That's why it's short, yeah. Just like the series. Yeesh. And, uh, you know, Columbus, you know, put us uh, through the ringer, you know? Yeah. That was brutal, man. So, no one had any answers for what happened on Did the Tampa side. Uh, at one point, Tampa tweeted out something that was rather suspect. Yeah. Basically having no answers to any questions that anybody had. So, yeah. uh, anyway, yep, that's about it. Feel pretty good, man. Sure. Nice and warm Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, for my warm-up, um, I'm going to give a special shout-out to my brother Mitch here, who is going for uh, Player of the Week here for Cincinnati for volleyball with 85 assists coming off last week. Just huge week. Uh, big game against Sycamore. And I know they had a big game against Oak Hill, which I believe they won tonight. So special shout out to Mitch. Keep it up, man. Hopefully you're gonna make uh the uh you know all city, maybe all state team for volleyball, and we'll keep watching you play. Big game against Lakota East coming up next Tuesday. Hoping to get some of the boys out for that one and cheer them on. Uh, so shouts out to you, Mitch and Boomin. Looking forward to uh checking that game out. So, boys, first quarter, my favorite sport. My favorite time of the year, the NBA playoffs. Let's give a little update here. So, we've got a couple series that you might not have expected extending a little further than you might think. So, Spurs Nuggets Game 6 is tonight. 
And then I believe game six for the Warriors Clippers is tomorrow on Friday, which who would have thought that? So let's break down who do you expect to win these series and what adjustments need to be made for each team to be win or for each team to win. Excuse me. Um, Doge, I'll pass it to you first. What do you got? Yeah, so for these these first round playoffs or the first round playoff matchups that are still going on, um, I think I'm I'm pulling picking that the Nuggets are gonna win. Wow, well, sure. I think the Warriors are gonna win. Okay, yeah. Um, Nuggets will get a home game if it makes it to seven. And they had the best home record of all the NBA. So I, I believe that Sure. With two shots to, to pull away with this one, that the Nuggets are going to take it there. And the Warriors are just the Warriors, dude. Like, what are we talking about? I, I know Boogie's injured. Right. But, like, they didn't even have Boogie last year when they won the finals. And right, true. They're just good. I, li- I like the, the chemistry of having Bogut back on that team. And I think they, they will play really well together. They've had a couple losses against the Clippers, but I still expect them to pull it out. So, I mean, that's that's what I see happening. Um, I don't know. As far as, like, trying to adjust it all, I don't really think either of these teams need to adjust. I think they just need to stick to their roots and just sure stick to the game plan that got them here. So, I mean, they, they're the top two seeds for a reason. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, I'll go here next, then. I think the... Uh, Spurs are going to force a game seven just because that game, that series has been so up and down the whole time. And just like, I don't know, been very uh, back and forth. Just a lot of great games in that series. Um, So I think the Spurs are going to win on their home court and they're going to force a game seven. Um, In this series, uh, if I were the Nuggets for for their adjustments, I'd try to force Aldridge further away from the hoop. Um, on defense so that you can open up some lanes for uh, Jamal Murray and Gary Harris to get them maybe some more confidence so they can shoot better towards the end of the games. Um, and I think they're going to do that, and the Nuggets are going to close out in Game 7, just like you said, Doge, because they're incredible at home this season, and that's just a really tough environment to play in. Um, I expect the Warriors to fully bounce back and uh, you know beat the heck out of the Clippers in this next game. Because I think they're feeling a little embarrassed now that they've lost two to the Clippers. I think they felt embarrassed that they lost one, but now definitely two. I think they're definitely feeling like people think they can take advantage of them. So I expect them to have a big game here um, coming to this next game. Um, For adjustments, I would think they just need to maybe focus on the pick and roll and maybe stop switching or, you know, force Lou Williams, like, off the ball more, maybe double him more because he's just picking them apart. but. I don't know. Dill, what do you think about uh, the Warriors? Do they need to make any adjustments? Or I guess, do you think the Clippers are going to win that series potentially? Or are you going to make that move? Or um, what do you think? I think that they're just super scrappy. And that's the Clippers right. as far as like playing you know, tough defense. Always going to make you uh, have a contestant shot. Um, they're going to make you earn it for sure. Yeah, right. so they're not going to give you much, you know, easy, you know, uh, sorry, much. Much easy. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. Many yeah. easy buckets. <laughs> I was gonna say they weren't gonna give you much, and then right. I was gonna kind of go into something else. But right, um, they aren't gonna give you many buckets. Uh, you know, in transition on those threes, you know that the Warriors are notorious for hitting. Right. You know, bang and right. all those threes. Like they just aren't hitting their their shots like they're used to. So sure. And they're still scoring 121 right. points. So yeah. I mean, they just need to play a little bit. Better defense, buckle down on some of those critical right. you know, series, and you know I think they'll be fine. Like I'm, I'm not concerned. If they lose Game Six, then you know obviously I don't, I'm still not concerned, but obviously it's like no one wants to play Game Seven. Right. And if you're the Clippers, I feel like that's the best. I mean, obviously that's the only. If way the Clippers, yeah, the that's Clippers, the only way you right. so They want to play Game Seven, right. so it's like that's all they're trying to get to. It'd right be now. like the same thing as when they lost to the Cavs where like the mindset has changed completely where it's like we have no momentum like right. even though we're at home like this team's just been steamrolling us recently right which should be that's why I just think the Warriors know they can't lose this game they're just gonna I think it's gonna be clinical they're gonna have their stars come out and play and play well right I mean KD had what 45 45 last night yeah yeah so I mean, I mean he's he he's okay game, yeah. Clay and Curry need to get they rolling here something but also I haven't ever I mean like I haven't ever jeez man 
just rolling right here yeah, with Draymond on. Green. You come know, on. he just doesn't ever, you know, have an impact on the series right now. Like he hasn't had that. Yeah, he needs to be a little know, better like, for so sure. So like this this series, he hasn't done that. Uh, a lot of times you see him all the time. Right. Um. <clears throat> sure. No, definitely. Um. What do you think about the Spurs Nuggets, real quick? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm looking at that right now because they start in about eight minutes here. Um. Uh, actually, I think that the Spurs are gonna win this game. Uh, and then, like I predicted before, I think they're going to probably win a game seven. So uh, I didn't like Spurs the, in seven. Yeah, I didn't like sure. the fact that they ended up going into game six down three two. Right. I thought that they were going to be able to prevail. You know, game right. five, get that swing right. game. Right. But it's going to be tough to win two against you know a team that is looking to close you out. Find yeah. well, I mean they're they they found a little bit of steam. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Jamal Murray's playing really well. I know that you said you haven't. A huge fan, but I mean, definitely if he ended up showing some terrible games, that's sure. why they lost. Yeah, but he's also won a couple games for him. So that's what like, I'm saying. He's been... He just needs to learn that consistency. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's not playing guy. really well, he's playing fine. The last couple games, he's been you know pretty good. Right. I don't believe in him. I don't. I mean, I don't think they're gonna win. Sure. Doge, what are your what's your quick take on Jamal Murray? I think he's good. Is he gonna I don't get think it? He's, is I mean, he gonna... he's not the best player on their team. The best player on their team is Nikola Jokic. No, no, sure, no, no doubt. But I think that's, good. A, that's a great he's a, combo he's a good, to have. He's a good piece for them. Yeah, but he's not the guy who's getting it in the fourth quarter at the end, though. They're giving. If he's him... hot, he might be. True. He's streaky, dude. He can. I'm he just, can just. I'm not saying they shouldn't give it to him. If I were them, I would. I'm <laughs> saying they've been giving it to Murray more. Because he's kind of he's kind of oh, like you're, that little... you're talking about. No, I thought you you were saying that they weren't going to give it to Murray. No, 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 no. They have you, you definitely, yeah. He's he's like the guy that's going to be hitting like the big like any sort of perimeter shot for them. I feel like that that's who they got to go to. Yes. I like Murray, but Jokic is the best player by no far. Doubt. No doubt. Oh yeah. I don't know if I like Murray, but he's good. He's definitely a good player. All right. I mean, he, he oh. did the he did the shot against the Celtics. That's that's why it's like it rings a little bit more against you. I feel like <laughs> wasn't he trying to run it up against the thieves and you guys got Listen, paved. Get fifty, get fifty on your own time, Jamal Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just have never been a huge fan of his in general. For mostly, uh, okay. if you want me to be honest with you, it's it's very two K related. <clears throat> <laughs> he never performed for you in your my leagues, and you, now you're mad. I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> topic two. Did the Warriors blowing this 31-point lead and now losing um, <clears throat> game five shake your confidence in their ability to win the championship? So I know we already kind of talked about them a little bit um, in the previous topic, but so I'm going to go brief on this. I think that my confidence has definitely been, sh- like, you know, shook in here uh, or whatever. I just, I don't know. I think they still have a chance to win for sure, but the Boogie Cousins injury and then with them losing these games, I definitely don't feel as confident with them going up against the Rockets next, but there's no doubt they have the ability and the talent to turn it around. So I'm not going to bet against them yet, but it's going to be a great uh, series against the Rockets in this next series if they can pull it off against the Clippers, which I fully expect them to do. Doge, what do you think about... uh, the Warriors championship uh, ability and hopes now. Yeah, I mean the thirty-one point lead was being blown. Like that was that was so brutal. But I mean that's that's just more so like reinforcing in my opinion. Like the first round to them, like they've been to the championship so many times in a row. Like the first round, like they're not going gung ho. Like and and you could just tell. Like there's times that they've kind of sat back on their heels. And that was just an extreme example of that. But I think they're still the best team in the West. Sure. And I think their championship, like, odds, they still have to be the favorite coming out of the West, even after they've lost two games to the Clippers. Do you think it's weird, though, that they've lost the two at home? Like, wouldn't you think that they'd be losing them on the road, like, where the crowd is, like, in a harsh environment, not, like, in their home building where the crowd's, like... Or do you just think that's the Clippers' way? Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, the the attitude that the Clippers have, like, I feel like they're playing harder in Golden State than they are at home. Like, 
those Clippers fans are probably selling their tickets online. Like their their Clippers fans like are not as loyal as some other organizations. And like I feel like when they're on the road, they have to fire because everyone in the building's against them. And like that's something that Patrick Beverly and like Lou Williams are going to feed off of. They don't have that energy at home. Right. So. I think the Clippers play tougher in Golden State. I do think that's weird, but I think they play tougher there. I was just saying, I just think it's the guys they have. Like Patrick Beverly, kind of feeds. He's like kind of that dog that feeds off the the negative crowd. Same with like Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lou Williams can score anywhere. Like you know, whenever yeah, right. whatever time of day it is, you know, sick. You know, with one leg, you know, hand tied behind his back, he'll get a bucket for you if you need it. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure he'll be fine wherever he's playing. Dill, what do you think about the Warriors' ability to win the championship this year? Are you you still confident in it, or are you thinking somebody else? Who would you have? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really think that they're going to be the strongest team, but at the same time, everyone else has had their flaws so far as well. So right. in the West, at least, you know, it's right. kind of like okay, what, what's going to what's going to happen, you know, in the next series? Right. As far as like, how are the matchups going to be then? Who's going to be healthy for the whole series? Um, you know, I think Nene just played for the first time for, sure. for the Rockets uh, game five. Right. Uh, I think that, you know, if they can have some of their big guys to defend against the Warriors, I think that's huge. Yeah. If you only have Capella and... P.J. Tucker, who's not that big. He plays yeah, four I mean, for them. So it's like, who's... No, really guarding him. So I don't know. You gotta you gotta figure. Maybe on Draymond probably. So that's kind of not that bad of a matchup size wise. But I don't know. There, I mean, there are a couple matchup problems there. Yeah, whoever's so. gonna cover Kevin Durant's matchup problem, but then whoever has to cover James Harden's matchup problem, and then right. Splash Brothers are. It a just kind of goes back. Chris Paul's a so. problem. That's why I'm just it's curious. Just like, but right. I don't know who who will get through that. Uh, There's gonna be so many threes. It's gonna be awesome. Just so many shot attempts for three, too. Like, probably some record-setting games. I sure. need Chris Paul to be electric in that series. Need it. Like, I need him to just be like, like, F you guys. Like, I'm winning the championship this year, and I'm going to beat you. And that's how I'm definitely proving I'm going to do it or whatever. So, <clears throat> I would, oh, that'd be sweet. But the Warriors winning would be good, too, because I could like that boogie championship. But we need that, uh. You know, the Boston sweep, but we'll get to that later for sure. <laughs> um, topic three. Moving on. Rapid fire, real quick. Who do you have in the conference finals? Dill, go to you first. I can't, do, I can't do rapid fire. You can't. All right. I'll I go to Doge. You said West, right? I said conference finals, both sides. Both sides. All right. So I'm going. I can't do rapid fire, of course. All right, so what are the matchups? It's Warrior. I think the Rockets. Rockets are beating the, the Warriors. Warriors and the Rockets and yep. the Blazers and and the win- and where you think wins Spurs Nuggets. Blazers. Yeah. So Blazers Rockets, you have. Yeah. Remember Dame hitting that shot. Yeah. Ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah. I think James Harden will have a little revenge. For sure, sure. Doge. Oh no, go East. 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 I can't wait to hear. I want to go. Say. I want to go Celtics for you. You don't have to, dude. But I think. I mean, dude. I think Kyrie is a better player than Giannis in the playoffs right now. I mean, like, I just as far as like that clutch moment, he hasn't sure. been there. Okay, clutch moment, sure. But Giannis has been, been a freaking monster. What I'm saying, like, he hasn't. Yeah, like he hasn't been there, like to those right. moments yet. He had a couple. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like they haven't been to anything though. I mean, yeah, it's the Pacers. They were not very good this year. I miss an old Depot. It's tough. Tough year for them. So they played. They played really hard though. Like I'm going. Um, tough out. I'm going Boston, and then it's uh. Wild. I'm doing that too. <laughs> and oh shit, it's uh. I gotta go. You going rap? You're yeah, seriously go thinking about the Sixers? Well, dude, I just well, maybe I don't know who's. Those who do you have real quick though? For yeah, the East. For the East. You go quick. East. Man. East. I have Bucks and Raptors. Sure. What so, about? Like, I I think the Bucks are playing really good, and I I. I do want to say the Celtics because I really love Brad and a lot of the Celtics guys, but I just think the Bucks are just like I think they have the edge just a little bit. I um, this is supposed to be rapid fire. This is cl- super classic us. This is. It's like 
rapid fire. It's like when you go to McDonald's to get fast food and it takes like 20 minutes. It's like not really that fast. Um, I think the Celtics are going to win, knock on wood, um, because a lot of the guys who are on the bench played that team last year and uh, beat them. So I don't think they're afraid of anyone on that team. And I think that'll help us, um, you know, defend the the Greek freak that is Giannis. But really the key is going to be stopping Middleton if he doesn't go off for them or Bledsoe too, I guess. But I think we're going to beat him and it's going to be a really tough series. But I could totally see the Bucks winning because they're an incredible team this year. And I've got Raptors no doubt against the Sixers. They beat them. I think three times this year, um, and the one time they lost, Kawhi was sitting, so it's probably going to be a sweep anyway. But I guess that was before Tobias got there. But I just think Kawhi is better than everybody on their team, and Joel's still kind of hurt. So, and then yeah, and Kawhi has never in his career lost to the 76ers. That's so wild. He's like 13 and 0. That's an unbelievable stat, and I love to hear it. I can't wait mm-hmm. to. Wow, they might break that streak. I bet they will. Oh, yeah, I don't see the Raptors sweeping them, but I see the Raptors winning. I agree. I agree. Um, oh, I'm, uh, give me – did you go west yet, Doge? No, I have Warriors Blazers in the west. Wow. Huge. I'm going Blazers and I oh, – I'm going Rockets for now, dude. Jeez, I think it's going to change. So next pod, I'm sure I'll be changing my mind. Listen, I, I might change too, so that's fine. We'll trade. We'll talk about it. Okay. Hey, hey, I'll trade. Maybe I'll toss in a second round pick or something for you. All right, yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All I'm right. First, like top 10 protected. Sure, sure. All right, we'll see. All right, we'll, 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 see. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, I'll get in touch with my people. <laughs> All right. Second quarter. Oh, Tiger Woods is back. Oh, my goodness. Give your brief reaction of Tiger's Masters performance. Doge, I'm going to let you talk first as our golf expert. Just what was it like watching the comeback? Well, I wouldn't consider myself the the golf expert because I just was the only one that didn't believe in Tiger. (laughs) I don't know. It was was really fun to watch. Uh, Last pod, I was talking about how I didn't even think he would crack the top ten. He definitely proved me wrong. I mean, I'm going to continue to say I don't believe in him. (laughs) So he just keeps winning. It was that was super awesome. fun to watch. But uh, Sunday was really cool. He was super stoic, like, all through the tourney. Like, yes. he really showed a whole lot of emotion. Um, but, yeah, especially on Sunday, um, his demeanor, the whole gallery following him, that always has a negative effect on whoever he's playing with. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I saw he was paired with Molinari, like, the guy that I told you guys to pick in the Masters pool, I was like, oh, crap, dude. He's going to, like, go four over par today. It just that's the tiger effect, dude. If he's in the final group on Sunday, he's got to be the favorite, just because everyone's cheering for him besides the people he's playing against. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to watch, dude. It was really cool. Dill, what about you? What was your reaction to Tiger's Masters performance? Well, I I watched it. Which first yeah. off, I never watch golf. Um, I play golf poorly. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I try golf. I do watch when major golfers are playing, you know, are, are golfing. Um, right. You know, this was huge. This is I was going to watch. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this, this is isn't, a can't miss. This isn't your normal Sunday. Like, this Tiger... Is a, this is a, I'm watching Celtics Pacers and can't watch that because Tiger Woods is about to win the Masters. Like, and I'm a the most diehard Celtics fan. I'm with my best friend or good friend, Ed, one of my best friends, Ed, who is a diehard Pacers <laughs> fan. So, like, both of us are like, well, yep, got to watch Tiger. So, like, that's I know exactly what you mean. Or you, it's just, like, something you couldn't miss. Can't miss. Um, really exciting that he actually right. won. Right. And the way that he won, too, because a couple guys were teetering around with their shots, you know, not really being super aggressive. And when they were, they weren't able to hit their shots. And then Tiger just came out of nowhere, like, as far as, like, his aggression and just, like, made sure that he solidified that win. Right. And uh, he even had an extra shot that he didn't have to, right. you know, make at the end where he could just, you know, right. have a tap in, basically. Yeah, if he missed the putt, yeah. So, for a plus one right. on the win. I totally agree. No, man, this was an incredible sports moment. There's no doubt. Like, 
Tiger Woods was like humbled, like someone we've never seen before, like with all that stuff, you know, complete rock bottom and just now back up on the top. So, you know, like you were saying, Doge, yeah, you might not have been the only one to pick him, but when I said top 10 on the last pod, like I definitely didn't see him winning, you know, and even though I picked him in my master's pool, um, you know, I still was like, you know, I'm picking him because I can't not pick Tiger Woods if he wins the Masters and, like, you know, go down that way. So I had to, and it worked for me this year. It didn't work for me last year. So, <laughs> um, but it was such an awesome, awesome moment. And a lot of people, you know, have, you know, always wanted Tiger to win another major and didn't think it'd be possible. Or I know I definitely had some of my doubts. Um, so it was really cool to see him get that green jacket and put it on. So what an incredible story. Um, and hats off to you, Tiger. Hopefully you can come out and win some more. Um, which leads us into our next topic. Do you think Tiger can still catch Jack? Doge, Mr. Expert. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> can he catch Jack? <laughs> I mean, if he if he got another major this year, I think it's absolutely a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely has a chance, but he's always had a chance. But it's been eleven years since he had won a major, like until he just won his Masters. Like he may not. I mean, even if he plays really well, he may not win another one for a few years. Right. If he if he wins another one ever, I mean, majors are so hard to come by. Right. But he he certainly can. I just hope he continues this this play later into the season. It was really fun to watch at the Masters. Definitely. No, I'm not going to go full-blown, you know, Homer Tiger fan and, you know, bust out, oh, he's going to bust out the Tiger Slam. He's going to win three more this year and then four more next year. No, I think Tiger can compete in these majors. It was incredible that he won this one. I don't see him winning another this year, but if he does, he definitely has a chance to catch Jack, like you were mentioning, Doge. But right now, I just enjoy the Masters win before I think about Tiger, you know, winning the next one because, you know, who knows if he's going to be able to because, like you're saying, Doge, it's such a hard thing to do, especially when the competition has gotten so much better because Tiger Woods has inspired so many of these guys who are just athletes to come out and play golf. Um Dill, what do you think? Tiger catching Jack? Yes? No? Maybe? I mean, I think it's totally possible now. Like right, once the door's gets, open, yeah. Once he gets that, you know, under his belt, where he gets that feeling of winning again. Yeah, what if he's just back, and the confidence is there, and he's just, like, dominating again? I don't want oh. us to think that he will be like that. I don't think so either. I don't think that's the but case. But I think that if he's competing in most of the tournaments that he plays in, hell yeah. Hell yeah, right. You know, why Why not? Right. Like, Doge, ask me for every tournament for the rest of the year. I'm saying top ten. There's no doubt now. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, that doesn't mean he's going to win them all. But who knows? Right. Um, Listen, the, the next one is at Beth Page. And he's won there before. Oh, don't do it to me. It's a really tough course, dude. I wouldn't expect the winner to be better than 10 under. Okay. Sure. So we'll see. That will so be I'll stay out of trouble there, but he's won there before. Yeah, no, definitely. That's always encouraging, especially, like, I know he, he played a couple tournaments this year that places that he won that kind of build up his confidence, too. So maybe that'll keep him rolling, I guess. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, boys. It's time for halftime. Doge, I want to bring it to you first this time. Where can we find the Clubhouse-specific stuff for all of our Clubhouse fans? You can find us on Facebook at The Clubhouse. Clubhouse is one word there. And on Twitter and Instagram at Clubhouse underscore TCSN. That is for the Cheap Seats Network. So Clubhouse underscore TCSN on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, That's where you can find us. We'll post weekly about our, our podcasts. Uh, love to hear feedback from you guys. Uh, give us some shit. Love yeah, to hear some please. critique. But, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us on the social mates. Perfect. Yeah, love it. Dill. What's up, man? Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff if we're looking for pick and roll and clubhouse stuff? Man, it's a good thing you, you said that because uh, I was going to ask you who else who else is a podcast that we, you know, 
well, yeah. associated with. Patch and Nate on the old pick and roll. Yeah, okay. All right, just double check and make sure everybody's aware. Of, I think know. Patch is, or no, Nate's the pick, Patch. Well, yeah. Nate's the, Nate's the pick, Patch is the roll, I think. Okay. Well, anybody who doesn't know, uh, you can ask him yourself. Yeah, we're check, associated check him out. because you can check them out at <laughs> Facebook and Twitter. Facebook, it's the Cheap Seats Network. Just go ahead and type it in. It's there. You can see us. You'll see our logo. Be familiar with our logo. We're gonna we're gonna be uh, coming out with some some stuff here. So sure. So stay tuned for some of that Dang. on Facebook. It's quite the Twitter. Yeah. Is at the cheap seats SN. All right. For uh, for what? Sports Nation. Mm, no. Sports Network. Yep. Right. Yep. Twitter, the cheap seats SN, folks. Appreciate you tuning in. Check us out for other stuff that we uh, we uh, we do. You know, on the reg, we get premium seats all the time. You know what they say. Right. <clears throat> yeah, we've been to some playoff games. I've been to two. Cheap seats. You went to one. Superior Sports. They're cheap. Superior. Yeah, I couldn't get it Suspiria. out. I was trying to get it out, but then, like, I was trying to get out with Superior Sports. <laughs> I was trying to get out with anybody we're talking. Keep, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. Yeah. I tried to get it out with anybody talking, keeping and then it, it just, Because like, this makes the next part so much funnier, too. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway. That happens to the best of us. Yep. Oh, it's Certainly. Nice. All right, boys. We're coming out hot here in the third, like Steve Kerr coaching the Warriors, but... We're also keeping it cool. So, you've been waiting for it. We didn't tell you what it was, but it is an ice time with Dill. Dill, break it down here in the third quarter. What do you got for us? All right, so real quick, guys. Topic yeah. one. I was going to say, well, what is an ice time with Dill? What are we even doing? I don't know what it is. Oh, dude, we're just chilling, man. Oh, cool. Okay, go ahead. Dill, are you chilling over there, man? No, we're chilling. All right. We're chilling. Well, you know. We're just going to chill here. Let's chill. So, I was hoping it would be a nice time with, you know. A nice time? Okay. So, uh, we'll just go right into topic one. Sure. You know, I'm not normally sitting on this side of the table. Right. But uh, what's your headline of the playoffs so far, gentlemen? For the NHL? For the NHL. Doing a little hockey. Nice time. Uh, the headlines that I would say so far are that the, and me, correct me if I'm wrong here, Dylan, the two 100-win teams have been eliminated in the first round, which is the Capitals and the Lightning, which would be my headline, which I believe those are both the favorites to go. So, 100 point? Point, excuse me. See? That's a nice time. Man, I was like... I don't know. Right. <laughs> Doge. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, it's a couple couple seasons, man. All right. Let's swing it to Doge real quick. Doge, what do you got here? The headline is that the Blue Jackets acquisitions peaked at the perfect time. Wow. Love, love it. R.I.P. Dill. Yeah. Is the, is the like little subtitle down below. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves to bring it up. Because we got swept. I mean, yeah. It happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no. So, uh, what about you then, dude? What's your What's your headline? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm, I'm just gonna kind of break it down here. A couple things that I've been seeing here in the playoffs so far. One Boom. is that I feel like there are a lot of new names coming out in hockey as far as big-time clutch players. Okay, sure. Um, you know, you have some of the players for the Blue Jackets, like Artemi Panarin. You know, right. he's he's been a beast with them so far. Right. I mean, he's been pretty good overall, but, like, he's really come out and uh, had, he's had better years each year with them. So, uh, you know, with him, I think that also Nathan McKinnon for the Avalanche. Sure, yeah. He's been really good for them all year. Um, but, you know, some of the guys that you, you, you know, I don't get to see everyone play a whole lot. But the games that I do, right? Um, you know, these are some of the names you're starting to hear, and uh, you know, when they're on the ice, they're definitely impact players. So it's interesting to see, you know, Ovechkin actually ended up losing Game Seven last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Crosby ended up getting swept with Malkin. You know, some of those like bigger names, uh, you know, right off the top of your head, at least in the East, are you know falling off. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see some of them. Also, shout out because I love goaltenders. You know, that's my that's my gig. 
Jordan Bennington from St. Louis. He's been a beast all year. His goals against the game, I believe, is like under two, which is pretty pretty good in the NHL, uh, especially as you're um, he's a rookie. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so he's a he's a young guy, which is interesting to see, and you know, kind of on the come up there. Right. But also, the fact that this whole NHL season with all the different trades and how all the standings ended up being and, and how teams ended up doing mm-hmm. and who did well and who didn't and how well they did, right. it's interesting to see how those teams all of a sudden in the playoffs, once it just goes to show you, once you get to the playoffs, you know, all so you have to do... So did the teams is, that buy a lot not succeed? Um, so I'm just saying as far as... Um, the teams that you see, I'm not relating the two. Oh, okay. Just right. how, overall is generalizing the season right. more so. Just a wild season. Right, just a wild season with how, you know, the acquisitions and how things panned out. Right. Um, but as far as the playoffs, it just goes to show you, like, once you get there, all you have to do is win four games. Right. It's a four-game season, or well, possibly seven, but yeah, right. four-win season. So sure. that's what I have right now. All right. But... We're going to go on to uh, topic two, unless you guys have something else. No. In the third quarter here. Oh. Keeping it chill. Doge, what's the temperature over there? Let me look at my watch. 59 degrees. Do we have a, do you have a rink nearby? Do I have a what? A rink. Have you gotten on the ice recently? I've not been on the ice recently, but one of my coworkers, DJ is actually in the finals of his hockey league this upcoming Sunday. Sure, shout out to it's DJ. Like a, it's like a five-minute drive from my house, wherever in Lakewood. Yeah, shouts out, good initials, shouts out. Shouts to DJ. Yeah. Well, kind of going into topic two here. Wow. What second-round matchups are we looking forward to the most? Uh, Doge, if I could get one from each conference, just to kind of break it down, east versus west, basically, who do we have in the final? you know, uh, finals of each conference. What do we got going okay. on? Um, well, I'm looking... The matchups I'm looking forward to... Uh, are you asking which ones, which matchups I'm looking forward to or who's going to be in the finals? Ooh, throwing that in there as a little, little spinner. A little teaser at the end. Okay, so a little bit of both. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Matchups I'm looking forward to. East, I'm looking forward to Islanders versus Hurricanes. Uh... I really liked the the Islanders playing in their their rink on the island uh, at the beginning of the last series. That was cool. Um, and Carolina taking out the the champs. I think that's that's pretty cool too. In seven games in double overtime, so that was, that was pretty exciting. Um, and on the West, I'm looking at Colorado and San Jose. San Jose came back and had a, a crazy win to take Game Seven as well. So uh, just very exciting. Uh, rounds to come out of and uh, want to see how they keep that momentum and how they do. But yeah, those are the two matchups I'm looking for. Um, in the finals, though, I I want to see the Blue Jackets and the Islanders for the East. And I'm wanting to see San Jose and Dallas. Ooh, okay. So shout out to Dallas, their goalkeeper. Former Tampa Bay Lightning goalkeeper Ben Sheesh. Bishop, who is, along with Andre Vasilevsky, at the tops of the leagues for all the goaltender stats and whatnot. But um, yeah, Bishop's doing really well in the playoffs. And one of them can play in the playoffs. When you have a hot goalie in the playoffs, like and he's just a brick wall, like Bob, for the uh, Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. That was so annoying to watch my team play against, dude. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, yeah, Bob was killing it. It was uh, it was good. TJ. Do you have anything uh, anything you're looking forward to here? I'm definitely looking forward to Blue Jackets Bruins. There's no doubt. Why why would why, it not be? Why is that? I don't get it. <clears throat> well, folks. Columbus? Because we're close to Columbus? No, not at all. You're a big Blue Jacket fan? No, I'm hoping. I'm not full-blown Boston, but I think it would be cool for the Boston sweep. So Which, you're a Patriots fan? No, not at all. Oh, not at all. Who you got? Who I'm you guys just, are drafting? Huh? Um, I th- 
think it's going to be someone I'll talk about later. Oh, okay. Right. <clears throat> we'll get to that. It's fourth quarter. <laughs> um, but I think it would be really cool to see the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Bruins, and the Celtics all at a championship in a it's not the same calendar year, but in a 365-day yeah, like period. So that's why I think that I'm looking forward to that series. But if the Blue Jackets win, I'd probably root for them the rest of the way. Just for my friends that root we for sh- them. We should look up how many, as far as like when the games will be, how many children were born the day of the beginning of that streak. Wow, sure. And then see how many times they won a championship in their first birth. Right, that'd be wild. If it's going to happen, though, so we'll knock on some wood. Um, I'm looking forward to the uh, Stars and the Blues in the other series. The Stars were in a lot of uh, crazy games, I felt like, from an outsider's, you know, I don't really watch too much NHL, but I always saw them in, like, overtime or they had a bunch of goals or it was tight. So I'm looking forward to seeing if they can, you know, keep entertaining me that way, I guess, for the little few little times I do pop in. Yeah, for sure. No, there have definitely been a lot of overtime games, period, this year. I feel like, you know, right. and double overtime, too. So, yeah, jeez. You know, game seven, overtime, like double overtimes and overtimes, like... Wild. Like I said, it's it was a crazy regular season with how things were, you know, as far right. as how dominant Tampa was, how some of the teams that were expected to do well didn't do well, um, and then who ended up getting in the playoffs, like the Blue Jackets. They weren't, midway through the season, they were not going, you know, anywhere. Right. Um, you know, but it was interesting. So, uh, you know, the double overtime games are awesome. Right. Certainly. Always have um, that, that hype. For the finals, I have um, Islanders, Bruins, and Stars, Avalanche. Okay. But I have really no basis on any of that. Sorry. But that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. That's what, you know. I asked who you got, and right. uh, you answered. So that's what I got. <laughs> uh, if right. you wouldn't have snuck that in, I would have done some more research on you. I'd come up with something good. That's why I just wanted to throw a little spinner up, right? You know, just I wanted. That's why I said, Doge, I want to. I want to hear something, and I had to ask you. You know, the question. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and say the games that I'm looking forward to the most in the East. I'm going with the Blue Jackets, the Bruins, because I'm curious to see if the Blue Jackets can shut down the Bruins like uh, they were supposed to uh, after that series against Tampa. And I'm curious if the Bruins are going to be able to play as well as they did against the Maple Leafs, which were a very solid team all year. And I really thought they were you know, a really tough competitor uh, if we were going to have to play them as a, as a Lightning fan. Right. And in the West, I'm going with Colorado because, like I said, the McKinnon kid is is just he's a beast uh, up there in the points leader and goals uh, against San Jose, which they've just had a tough team the last couple of years. I didn't think they would be able to win um, significantly like they've had, like they have been able to in the past, right. which has proved me wrong that they aren't just some you know fub playoff team. Right. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting seeing Colorado, which also, like I said, goaltenders. Patrick Waugh was the, probably the reason why I liked you know hockey. When, I mean that dude was an absolute animal when right. he used to play, and I love the Avalanche you know jersey color for whatever reason, just because it's like different. Huh. It's like I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know what it is. So it's, it's like, like maroony. Because like I, it just stands out. You know, right. like that color combo with the teal right. or whatever it is, aqua. And so. Right. Sure. Yeah. Dosh, do you have anything else? Do you wanna? Are you are you done chilling for a little bit? Are you too cold? Do you wanna put a jacket on and get back into the game here for the fourth quarter? I'm a little chilly. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right, we can get off the rink here, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for playing with the puck on the ice with me here. <laughs> Appreciate it. Sure. Love it. That was a nice time. Good. With Good. Dill. Boo. <laughs> Boo to you, Dosh. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> fourth C- quarter, folks. I'm getting CBS updates. What's going on here? We got wait, we, we save it. We got to break some stuff down first. Save your updates. We'll get there. I'm just saying. I got, I there's I a topic one. I haven't been able to see anything yet. And then there's a topic two, and then we'll get there. So topic one for the 84th annual NFL Draft live from Nashville, great city. Love visiting there. 
We're going to go topic one, looking at Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper's recent head-to-head mock draft, which happened this past Wednesday. Um, we're going to look at the top ten picks. Are there any that you disagree with or think you might go like another way or some that you love? So quick little hit on these. So I'll break it down what they had uh, for these top ten picks here real quick. So they had the Cardinals taking Kyler Murray from Oklahoma, the Niners taking Nick Bosa from OSU, the Jets taking linebacker Josh Allen from Kentucky, the Raiders taking defensive tackle Quinn Williams from Alabama, Buccaneers taking linebacker Devin White from the LSU Tigers, the Giants taking QB Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, the Lions taking defensive end Montez Sweat from Mississippi State, the Jaguars taking tight end TJ Hawkinson from Iowa, the Bills will take, or they'll say they're going to take Ed Oliver from defensive or defensive tackle from Houston. Excuse me. The Broncos will be taking Devin Bush from Michigan, the linebacker. And I threw it in there, Doge, for us because why not? Pick eleven. The Bengals looking at taking the Florida boy, Jawan Taylor, offensive line, which would be very nice. The Browns do not have a first round pick, so I didn't throw it in. Sorry, Dill. I don't remember last time that happened. That's well, now you got Odell, so what can you say? I'm happy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you guys don't need to draft, like, the 12th quarterback in 15 years. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not like, sweating over which quarterback we're going to take because I know we're going to take one since we do every time. Right, now and you're not taking we always screw up. And it's just like, oh, okay, like, we have, you know, a concrete foundation there. You know, we can build off That's of. That's the first time we can draft, like, a good And player. now who do we get? Who can we get now? We'll get into that a little bit. But. Certainly. Doge, do you uh, agree, disagree with anyone in this top ten? Anyone you like, anyone you think might fall? Who do you got? Uh, I mostly agree with it. Um, I mean, I'm, I was fairly certain that Kyler Murray was going one. Um, Bosa was always said to be up at the top, so I wouldn't really disagree. Right. I'd say if I had to have a hot take, that maybe Bosa would fall um, from two. Not necessarily very far, but Josh Allen's been getting some hype, and Bosa's coming off an injury. Things like that just happen in the draft sometimes. But right. I, I tend to agree with it for the most part. Nothing really changed in there for me. I think Haskins to the Giants makes sense. It's time. Sure. Um, the only thing I disagree with is the Haskins there. I think he's going to, I just think he might fall um, to the other pick that the Giants have. Uh, potentially, but who knows? I don't know if that's the case or not. Because um, I think the Bengals might take him there too, or some other teams that might consider it as well. So maybe they will have to take him at six or move up or something. But um, <clears throat> um, who knows that I thought was going to be an interesting pick? I don't know. I'm interested in the Jaguars. I don't. I think that a tight end pick would be nice to give Nick Foles another Zach Ertz kind of guy, but you know. I just I don't know. I feel like they could draft something else to help their team out a little better, but you know, I'm not in charge there, so who knows. Still, anything you agree with, disagree with? I am 100% going with Kyler Murray to the Cardinals. 100%? 100%. not going. you are not going Kuyper's 99.99? No, I'm going you're, 100%. You're locking in an extra 1%? I, I am, if somebody guaranteed me 18-whatever... Or twenty whatever, or however many dollars. However many whatevers. Yeah, just however many dollars. Take like eighteen. Eighteen billion dollars. <laughs> eighteen trillion dollars. Eighteen, 18 pennies. Eighteen no. No, I'm talking. About I would dollars. bet you eighteen I'm, pennies I'm right now. I'm talking betting, hundred percent. That Kyler Murray is going to be a Cardinal in the first round draft right now, but at the same time, you never know. Right. And I think that Nick Bosa, if you're a 49ers fan, you need to go. And um, hope that you choose him, to be honest. Bosa needs to, needs He's to a be beast. a 49er. He's a beast. I think that that's a huge piece for them to have. And if you think about just having a beast defensive end, who who are some other teams that have that? Um, you know, Texans, obviously. First team that you think of. The best defensive ends? Pass rushers. Defensive ends. Texans, right? Yeah. Who do you think of? Broncos, maybe. Sure, yeah. Chubb and Vaughn. 
I'm just mainly thinking Watt Miller. and Clowney I'm and just thinking Merciless. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all come those on. guys. Come on. Sure, sure. Come on. It's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, these other guys here, I hope that Devin White does go to the Buccaneers, man. That I would hope be... he freaking doesn't and falls that is deep great. down to the Bengals because he's going to be sick. He's hype. Yeah, he's going to be good. But, Anchor, man. All right. Um, no, who's who the heck is going to disagree with freaking McShay and Kuiper? They're, they watch so much tape, and they're so good. Like, you know. So here's my thing. Just because you watch a bunch of tape, or just because you do a bunch of whatever, if it's not perfect, okay, but perfect you don't practice think... makes perfect. That's why I think McShay's better than Kuiper. <laughs> All right, hot take Doge. Who's better, McShay or Kuiper? Wow. It's the way he eats. You dog. <laughs> oh, because of the pies? Yeah, the, it's the pies and the mashed potato cheese from the pizza combo. <laughs> yeah, mashed potatoes, pizza cheese, dude. You gotta explain it. So, so I'm listening to, uh, you guys gotta check out, pardon my take. They had Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay on. Uh, they're great sports podcast, sports comedians. And they found out that Mel Kuyper... They're going to be on next week, by the way. Who? After the draft, so... <laughs> on our show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to break down next year's, yeah. No, no, no to break down this year's post-draft. Sure. All right. Post-draft party get with it, McShay Get it on. Get it on, Bill. Work it out. So they had McShay and Kuyper on. Dill's promising big things over here. And they found out that Kuiper will buy, Mel Kuiper here, buys a pizza. So he's like, calls up Domino's, like, give me that large cheese. And then he'll take the cheese off of the pizza and put it in mashed potatoes and eat it that way. And then he just leaves the crust in the sauce. Just like, what the heck are you doing? I think that'll work well. 
Mm-hmm. Dill, what about you? Looks like you're nodding along over here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm also two for two so far uh, on the picks. and Two for two. Well, two's going three right now. You got a minute left. Now we're live. You can't. You can't hide now. All right, no. where are we at? Where are we at? If they were smart... Are you going Quinn Williams or Josh Allen? If they were smart, they should go Quinn and Williams. The Jets? Yes. You need somebody to protect your Yeah, they just signed CJ Mosley. You know, they, they don't necessarily need... Oh, but that's a You nasty, need the guy on the other side of the that's ball. That's a nasty linebacker core, after, though. Dude, but I'm saying... So if you go after the quarterback like he does... Like he, he's protecting his quarterback by instilling fear... Well, so with Josh Allen, I feel like. Not in the same way. Him and because it's not every every play on the you know line of scrimmage. Like he's not gonna be dropping back in coverage ever. Quite yeah, away. sure, sure. Every time he's been going after the quarterback. But I feel like if you see Mosley and he's taking on what three guys on some of these plays that you see. The pick is in. They came. They did it early. Let's see what we they got. Minute early. Let's see what we got. Doge, who do you got for the Jets here, real quick before it picks? Quinn Williams and Josh Allen. Yeah. I think they're going to take Josh Allen. I think I. I think so too. Yeah, I I think so. I just think that would lock them in to having a really good linebacker core. I think they already have some pretty good defensive linemen. If I'm not. Throw back to last year when we talked about the draft Josh Allen thing. Yes, yes, yeah, and he's going to go freaking pick four. Maybe three. No, oh, yeah, pick three. Good Williams. Is that who went? No, 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 no. And they're, they're like probably doing the whole announcement. Yeah, they're walking up to the podium right now. We'll break down this pick here, and then we'll go buzzer beaters here. So that I don't keep you too long. We'll go other live sure. sports. What is up? What the hell? Right, so right now, yeah. Spurs are up. Spurs are up 10 on the Nuggets. At the hell end of yeah. The first, 34-24. Hell yeah. yeah. Bruins are up one on the Blue Jackets. Hell yeah! Second quarter. Yep. Oh, this is shaping up to be great, boys. Come on. I believe. Are there any? Uh, there were some MLS matches yesterday. Or were there any tonight? I don't know. FCC has New York Red Bulls this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. That was gonna be my buzzer beater, but. They have. Uh, they had a couple yesterday. They didn't have anything today. Right. No. Yeah. They have ones on Wednesday usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Reds right now looking to win a series against Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Three nothing in the top of the seventh. Let's go. We've been playing well in this series. Yeah, it's Castillo's a... pitching well. He has six innings pitched, no earned runs, a couple strikeouts. The pick is Quinn in. and Williams. Dylan was right. Three for three. Three for Thrizzle. All right, let's keep going. Put him on blast right now. Yeah, four. Who they got? All right, Dill will be staying on all night while Teach and I sign off. I'll be, I'll, be doing a, I'll be streaming a Facebook Live of the 2019 <laughs> draft. Be I'll be grading Machés and Kuiper's last and latest draft mock, whatever you want to call it. I can't even think of it. Mock draft. It didn't sound right. I was like, draft mock. What am I talking about? <laughs> Too much in character, acting like a, an idiot. But. Right. All right, real quick, on the clock. Greatest. Right. You gotta be a grinder. It's gotta be a grinder, dude. Uh, who else is? They're in saying there? best fit. This is my ESPN Plus action here. Shouts out. Devin White. There's no. Uh, yes, he is best fit. Best available, Ed Oliver. Yeah. Which could be. I heard someone said he was gonna be like uh, potentially the next Aaron Donald. Ed Oliver is the guy who. Yeah, dude, small. no, he was. He was small a freak. from Houston. Ed Oliver makes sense. Six two. Yeah, that that's guy, a Gruden guy. That's a Gruden guy to me. Yeah, that guy was he was a Warren Sapp kind of like just like a but beast. They might go Josh Allen because now he's there. I forgot about that. Yeah, Josh Allen instead of Khalil Mack. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That be better friggin'. That's a gamble. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to take. Devin it, White's but. also there, so it's like right. All right. All right. All right. Keep going. All right. Let's go to buzzer beaters. I kind of said mine, but I'll go for another uh, after you go first, Dosh. Where do you want your shot? Ooh, uh, give me a little 18-footer. Oh, okay, sure. Swing it. Swing. <laughs> um, 
don't have anything prepared. Pump to pump fake. <laughs> we were too ready for this draft pick that I was already make a 4-for-4 four four on. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to... Well, we're I mean, not, wait, we're not waiting for that. Like, I'm, I'm all shook now. We're not waiting for the other pick. It's going to be a while. Um, no. Dill, what about your buzzer beater? All right, so I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna do a little social media thing here. I'm Ooh. gonna see if we can do this because okay. we we kind of centralize this around NBA, you know, a little bit. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess. There. I mean, there are times where we, you know, obviously we talk a lot of basketball. Right. It's one of the sports we, we all is, on. right. We all like basketball quite a bit. I agree. So. Why don't we do something if we try to take a picture of us, uh, you know, when we go out and hoop. So, uh, you know, put a little challenge out to showing us, you know, you guys hooping out there. Oh. I want to see what you guys are hooping on. What kind of courts are you messing with, you know? We got to get, like, a hashtag going or something. Hashtag hoop hoop for hoopla. Because I'm, I'm going golfing tomorrow, so let's just take pictures while you're out and, and just do hashtag how you balling. How, how you ball. I freaking love it, Doge. You're a genius. Hashtag how you ball. How you ball. Yeah. Yeah. I love Should it. we do like ball, like triple B? No, don't make it actually complicated. Yet. Absolutely not. Dickus. Alright, how you ball. How you ball. So send us how you ball. I like that a lot. I'm going Josh Allen, by the way. Four. You going, Joshy? Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, extra buzzer beater, Celtics, Bucks, Sunday, 1 p.m. Can't wait. Need the win if we want to, you know, come out and set the tone here. So, Kyrie, been waiting all year for the playoffs, so it's here. The spotlight is on. It's getting bright. Let's see what you got, buddy. I cannot wait see what he's going to do in this series. Same with Giannis. They're both going to play yeah. incredible. Yeah, man. Do you know that the, the Celtics, in their last one games at 1 o'clock p.m., they're 1-0? Oh, the only time in this playoffs that they played at 1 p.m. they won? That I can remember, yeah. Okay. Well, I went to that game, and I do remember that one. That was a hashtag, did you know? Right. Hashtag, did you know? Hashtag, how you ball. Um, I love it. Anyone, Doge. That's a good ring to it. We bailed you out with a timeout, but play's coming back to you. Um. Give me a. Uh, hmm. I don't know, dude. I was I was kind of hoping that I would I would get away with just putting in the how you ball and not having to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, then okay. give us an example of how well, you ball for the folks. Or what's your best score right. you've shot golfing? Yeah, what are you trying to shoot tomorrow? How about that? I'm going out tomorrow. It's the first round of the year. Uh, we get free we get free golf through sponsorship at work. Sure. And uh, I'm going to go play a course I've never played before. But if I could shoot, I'm trying to get under 85 would be a really nice round. Sure, definitely. That'd be great. I'm probably going to shoot way worse than that, but I would, I would love to shoot under 85. Okay. We're going to need a tweet out about it. Hashtag how you ball tomorrow. Yeah, I want to see what you look like out there on the course. If it's not too embarrassing, I'll, I'll post a picture of the scorecard. But if it is, then I'll just post something else. Maybe probably like six beers deep. I was going to say, how many beers you smashed? I would, just say, I would post a picture, picture of you like driving the golf cart, like how you ball, like no score update. Just like, so I would just go, eesh, it's bad. Oh, you'll get, you'll get a little preview. Okay, a little sneak, a little sneak peek. Mm-hmm. I like to hear it. I mean, the shot, I mean, it, it hit off the backboard and rimmed out a couple times, but I think it dropped in. No, it went in. We won. We got it. Okay, I wasn't sure. It's a good, good buzzer beater. Yeah, good shot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. Hey, it worked. I mean, it wasn't Damian Lillard pull up seven, it, 37 feet it splash in your face. Hey, but... hallelujah. <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> I don't know what that was from Dill, but... We thank you for staying tuned with us all the way through and listening to our and all of our nonsense and shenanigans. We appreciate it. So And our favorite word, or mine, at least in the past two minutes, banter. Banter. Our banter. <laughs> Dill, thank you for joining us in this fun banter tonight. It's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate it. Hopefully everybody can uh, notice a difference for the surprise that I got us without having to say anything. Sure. You know? Right. Sure. Um, and the fact that there was a surprise. Doge, 
Thank you for joining us, as always, man. I appreciate it. By the way, the Raiders pick is in. So we're gonna we just gotta hold on now, and that's how we're gonna close. We're closing the pod to see how Dill's streak goes. Okay, sure. Yeah, we gotta end that way. Right, I agree. But Doge, thank you for tuning in, buddy. Of course, thank you for having me. It's uh, always a pleasure. I don't. So. I don't always get to say it because we normally sign off quickly. But it's always good talking with you, man. Oh, it's it's always it's always great talking with you, Dill. I was just waving Teach. to the phone as well. Yeah, Dill just keeps waving to the phone like you can see him. And he, he, <laughs> I was waving back. I just thought I was the only one. I just felt felt like I had to. It was a natural. Well, there you go. Progression into what happened. I will also say, how you ball? I my phone may just die out of this podcast. I'll wait for the. the wow, music, lose, but I'm yeah. that'd be kind of right now. It's been dropping fast. That'd be kind of sweet lose. though. Yeah, just there. Like Doug just fades off into nothing, and Doge's then like, out. and then Dill's gone, and then I'm gone, and then it's just the fans, just with us. It's the announcement <laughs> of the Raiders pick. Come on, boys. I feel like this is. Who'd you call? Uh, Big J A. Yeah, I said J A. Jashi. J A. I don't know. Yeah, why not? You were really feeling it there, huh? It's it's got it's Vegas, man. You gotta shorten it up, dude. I mean, plus the thing is, I mean, he balled out. A B J A D C. Come on. D C kills me. Yeah, he's not gonna be there very long. What the hell? Here we go, boys. Dill streak is completely off. Talk about a guy who was not. Very high. They had at least ranked. I have <clears throat> Clellan. Is that how you say that? Clellan Farrell. Clellan Farrell out of Clemson. The uh, defensive end, 6'4", 264 pounds. The third rank in that position, 21th ranked overall for the uh, mock draft. So projected to go later in the draft, but I guess that's the grinder Gruden was looking for. Wow. He just had his guy. That's right. the first, I mean, it's the third pick, is the, or fourth pick, is the first You know what that off. means, Doge? The boys are falling. Come on. Give me some Devin White. Keep dropping. Come I need on. The to get him right here. All right. Hey. Um, on that note, we'll update right. you next time. But Thank you, folks, for tuning in and bearing with us to see Dylan's streak come to an end. It was great. Mm-hmm. This is The Clubhouse.